This is Music is a Day Job, where artists learn how to take their music from a hobby to a real career. I'm your host, Sean Garris, the CEO of Concert, the mobile app that lets you perform live and tour independently. Lights too bright, cameras flashing. Welcome to Music is a Day Job. I'm your host, Sean, and Music is a Day Job is sponsored by the Concert app. And I'm also the CEO of the Concert app. <laughs> the Concert app is an artist accelerator app that takes artists from opener to headliner to on tour and gives the fan the best opportunity in live music. Um, so today's question is, how do I find my target audience? Now, here's the thing, because this is a, this is a, a with me, what, what people will say their target audience is, which I hate that people do. And like a lot of people will go into is they'll be like, well, find out who this person is into the gist of like, they'll be like, if you make rap, then they'll put you in this like box. Like, it's almost like if you make country, then boom, this is the box you fit in. And like, I hate that. Like, because people go after the, it's almost like the most cliche version of person like if if he dresses like me and looks like me i'm clearly going to listen to this rap song like and that's that's horrible to actually even put some of these thing like these people in boxes like this and so to under to really understand like i'll put you in my shoes um to really understand who your target audience is i always say you have to try things out of the box of normal to understand that because see in my career um the target audience that i thought i would have i thought i would have like been engaged with mostly was nowhere near the audience that ended up purchasing the majority of my product over time like now this is where you have to look at trends of like who purchased the most and who like who who comes to shows the most whatever you're doing and the con then on top of that what's the content you're making because see the thing is is people listen to tons of different things and it's a lot of different people that listen to tons of different things and you'll never know who these people are unless you try to put yourself in places to understand different demographic, different demographics of people. And like, I'll give you an example. One of the craziest things. Um, I went on a, a car rally called Drive and one called Corsa due to my time going in drive. Now, the thing is, is I was I was on my way to get, um, I was thinking I was going to go get a record deal. And I was like, oh, I'm going to New York. And I was met with tons of high level, uh, high level labels that weren't talking about nothing. But either way, they, <laughs> they, just, they were just talking about ways to take money from me. Okay. But either way, so while I'm in New York, I come across two gentlemen that are dressed like, um, just super like CEO dressed businessman type. And one, well, one of them was dressed like that. And one of them was kind of dressed like, let's say, you know, the jeans and the, the shirt. And these are two Caucasian males. And they're actually from Utah at the time. And um, now if I'm sitting here and I told you my new song is called Lit at this time. <laughs> new song is called Lit. <laughs> it's like. Two, one. Nigga! 
inward i'm lit when you lit it's whatever when you lit it's whatever okay and then my other song is ot for the money like on some get money get crazy get wild in the club feel now if i'm to sit here and look and guess and say hey with these two gentlemen from utah with two expensive cars out front would they play this album Now, this is where you have to start paying attention to the people around you and understanding who is willing to listen to what you do. Because, OK, I talked, I spoke to them in the in the lobby before I was leaving. And the first thing they said was we're, we're driving across country with nice cars, everything like that. And we would like that'd be dope if you could give us some of your music and we'll jam to it on the way back. So we gave them the music. Months go by, whatever, whatever. Um, I think even like they and they would stay in contact with us all the time. Like, man, the song's dope and call us all the time and tell us how dope it was. Next thing you know, a couple years later, probably like three years later or so, um, they invited us to a rally in Utah called Drive. And in, at Drive, all these Lamborghinis and everything put the logos of us on their cars. And they, we had us make a song, like a theme music song for their rally. From that point, we took that to Corso, which was even a bigger one. It had Pagani, Pagani's and Bugatti's and everything. And they had those cars traveling around from uh, from Vegas to Palm Springs to, um, to L.A. back. And a lot of these people enjoyed the music. So now, see, one thing I learned is one time I was up in the mountains with the mayor and he said to me, he said he, he had built a um, he had built a, a rugby stadium. And he was like, now, if I was to go for regular rugby fans, they would critique everything I did in a way that they probably wouldn't come see his rugby games. But he said, if I go for people who just want to come see and be entertained and are entertained by sports activity, then I could then get a different fan base that isn't just a, a rugby purist fan. And he did that and filled the stadium. So then from that point forward, I started looking at different groups that may be caught, like that may listen to like, for instance, in this group of people that are like driving cars and fast cars, if I make music because they're in the car all the time, if I make music that turns you up and gets you excited and you're driving fast cars and pulling up and you want to hit a thump or whatever like that. Now I'm 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 I, I have more than just one demographic that does this. You see what I'm saying? I have more of a group of people that I'm making that idea for. So then paying attention to what your songs can do and what it, it what it can be. Look at look at like workout music. Like a lot of music, like some of my turn up music, I was able to send overseas and then put it in 24 hour fitnesses because people wanted music that got their blood pumping. And this doesn't have a color on it. This doesn't have that tight of a niche 
group of people to say, oh, these people listen to rap. That's just people that want to turn up and jam to music while they work out. They need a type of beat that's going to get them pumped up. So now you have to start looking like expand how you look at what your target audience is because you're not really 100% for sure just because it's the industry box. And so if you're independent, look outside of that, that because you have to find more consumers. The industry can put you in that box and then you still have enough consumers because they're just going to copycat you with somebody else. They're going to say, oh, we know what, who listens to future. So then we're going to put you with who listens to future. And they just put you in the box like that now. But if you're an independent artist, you can't just go into that box because that's millions of dollars that they're going to put behind you to make you try to go to that group and that group catch on to you. But that doesn't mean they're going to catch on to you. So then what I'm saying is expand your horizons and see who these other groups are because you never know. Start tying your music. If your music's upbeat, a lot of upbeat goes to a lot of upbeat things. Now, same with downbeat things like things that are more uh, melancholy and slower and stuff like that and more vibey. These things can go into other places that might not it be like the average place, coffee shops, stuff like that, like things that people vibe, yoga places, tons of things where people vibe. Your music might be able to go in those spaces and then it might not be with the people that you would think would purchase your album. But then these people might become your strongest purchasers. So you have to understand in markets who is the strongest, who is the strongest person purchasing. And then once you find out who this is, like I'll give you a for instance. From what I know, women purchase more things than men, <laughs> especially music wise. From what I know personally is women will purchase the, the hoodie. They'll purchase the hat. They'll purchase the whole thing and they'll purchase a song and they'll come to more shows. If you get a, a very, um, a very loyal woman fan base um, uh, inside this idea, you got to start thinking of how this these songs would attach to whatever they're doing, whether you have the turn up songs that they might want to work out to, and you also have the songs they might they might want to go dancing with their girls to, you also have the songs that they might just want to like kick it to, whatever. Um, so then you're paying attention, but then you're not tying yourself to like, oh, because it's rap, it has to be just this group over here. It can expand over all of those groups. It can be all of these groups that want to mess with you to be like, okay. We're the purchaser of this and then we're the strongest purchasing group for this. Then how do I reach the most of that big group versus taking myself and putting myself in that small box and being like, oh, you know, like the homegirls from where I'm from is going to listen to this. You know what I'm saying? Like she could she could like like it, it's crazy how diverse the crowds end up becoming because it's everyone <laughs> that you may not think that would be you know what i'm saying like i had i had a i had a um i had a latin artist i knew and they they like the the home girls the home girls loved it because that that's what they bumped when they worked out like when they did they they did like this dancing class and it was like this dancing workout class and everything like that and tons of the home girls that was like you know what I'm saying? Like, um, uh, like from places like, uh, like Chicago and everything that they loved it because the, the beats made them get to work out like that. And see, now you wouldn't naturally think that, um, like a Spanish artist would only have Spanish fan base, everything like that. And you would go after that section, but it was like the BSU <laughs> at a couple schools that was like grinding to this, like feeling it, you know what I'm saying? And it was that, that's, that was a big, a big group of people that were coming to these shows 
And then in reverse, like in, in my music, like sometimes I would, I wouldn't have thought like it would have been as many people of like, like Caucasian people that wanted to come see my event like that back in the day. Cause I was like, all oh, the homies want to come, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I'm just going to sell to the homies and everybody who listens to the stuff like I do, they listen to what I'm saying and be like, yo dude, like, I understand that because I'm saying it based on our situation, but then the people just felt the songs felt the same, but they feel it from a different direction. And then I started getting a whole nother fan base. So, and that fan base might be said to be, oh, they would listen. They would more than likely listen to rock or they would more likely listen to country and they were coming and listening to rap. So you have to start thinking outside the box, especially when you're an independent artist, because you can't get caught up in the boxes of what people think are the target audience based off of how the industry creates target audience boxes. Start looking outside the box and start creating your own target audience by looking at different ways your music can attach to people in general. Lights too bright, cameras flashing, this is amazing. So enchanting, diamonds dancing. This is so amazing No other place to be, I swear that